Welcome to the Fearless Sellers, the Women of Amazon podcast. I'm Joey Roberts. People love to scroll, especially if you are selling them something like more than $59, $69 because it's already the decision maker where like it's not 10 bucks, it's not the impulse purchase, right? So they want to learn more. And when they're learning more, they want to read. So when you like be careful when you're creating the bullet points, your bullet points supposed to uh, cross convey the information that about your product. Isabella Ritz, welcome back to the Fearless Sellers, the Women of Amazon podcast. You came on several months ago and we dug into your amazing life story and how you built Ritz Momentum. Ritz Momentum is getting lots of momentum and sellers turn to you for product validation and also to get their listing right for maximum conversion. First, thank you for having me back. Um, pre-story how I came here today before I'll, I'll dig into all these like listings and all this hard shit. I was listening for, I was um, at Kajabi Hero event today and I was listening for Brendan Bouchard and you're texting me and I'm like, damn, universe, this is how it works because I was so excited. He was on the stage. He's like energizing people like Tony Robbins, you know? And here's Joa, she's like, are you coming to my podcast? And I'm like, yes, I am coming to the podcast. So, you know, it's like when you're, uh, when you believe in the universe, when you believe in, the, in your energy, it's like happening, good stuff. Uh, like, like energy comes together and you just go in on a roll with something good. So I just wanted to tell you like I'm so excited to be here today. And I came with so great energy. So I'm about to share good stuff about Amazon. And if you want to talk about something else, let's jump into it. Yes, I love it. And we're sitting here together in Austin, Texas, because obviously I live in Austin, Texas. But Isabella is here for multiple conferences because you are everywhere. And I have to recognize for all of our listeners that your baby is four months old. Three will be tomorrow, actually. Three months? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, three months old, <laughs> and you have not missed a beat, girl. I was not in Prosper, but yeah. I think you were giving birth. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so hard on yourself. <laughs> I love it. Well, hats off to you. You are the ultimate entrepreneur, mother of four, and you really do prove that, hey, you can do it all. And that episode that we did months ago, go look it up. It's it's one of the very first episodes. It's like in, in the first 10 episodes of the Fearless Sellers podcast. So if you haven't heard it yet, go check that one out. So let's dig in to all things that make Amazon sellers money on Amazon. And people find a product and they get very excited in that excitement comes up and up and up because their energy level gets high and they want to sell the product and then they start to validate it and maybe talk themselves out of it or maybe into it and you are all data driven yes very much so what is the approach that you believe in and that has worked for you and your businesses for product validation so could i talk about can i talk about advanced shit or you want me to talk about something simple and easy 
Uh, I think we can definitely do both because it's one, people finding new products, but also just adding products into your store and then also products that you're selling that aren't. So let's let's start with kind of the basics of product validation and then let's move into advanced and then y'all we're going to touch on why your product might not be selling. Sure. So for new sellers or for people like that want to launch something on e-commerce and let's not touch Amazon only because we're trying to expand and you can see out there a lot of talks and actions are happening about omnichannels, right? We have to work the numbers and we have to work the numbers with the different type of the software because if you will look into like Helium 10, Data Dive, Smart Scout, uh, Zoof, uh, Jungle Scout, and I can keep going with all this list, you are probably asking question like, why can't you use just one? So Amazon is giving the access to Amazon's data to pretty much anybody who is owning the API. API is the thing that helps you integrate the system, if you guys don't know. Anyway, you can read Amazon's data. And the goal of the software is find the way what to do with this data and what to explain you with this data. And sometimes you can see one numbers in one software and other numbers in another software. Good point. Right. And uh, we've been comparing recently the numbers of our brands because how else you can be aware and confident that like this software is doing great or this one is like off with the numbers. You can validate with your brands. So I have good news. <laughs> Most of them are just fluctuating with 10 to 20%. So by using data, the goal is not to come up with the number that like this seller is selling for $30,124.59. The goal is to understand approximate uh, direction and movements of specific listings in the specific niche. And you have to validate the products by grouping different type of the keywords with the different uh, with the relevant products. So if you're going out there and you're trying to find, for example, uh, bar stand or LED bar stand, someone recently was asking us to validate this product. And you're asking the keywords, for example, bar decor, and you saw this product, then you are grouping different type of the products for this specific keyword, you will see weird data and you will see pretty low purchase rate because a lot of different products comes together. Yeah, that's a great point, especially on uh, decor or gifts. Yeah. And people are missing out there when they're not specifying the product. And then when they're getting on Amazon, they're like, oh, it's not selling. But it's not selling because of different reasons. You didn't validate the keywords properly. You didn't validate the product properly because you've been going after irrelevant keywords to this specific product and you didn't check your actual competitors. And I saw multiple times when people are coming and they're like, when I was validating the product, I didn't see any competitors out there. And here's the trick. If you are not a data nerd and you don't understand how to do that, the very simple way how you can find your competitors is when you're going on the listing, scroll down, and you'll be able to see 
the placement of a lot of different ASINs that are being advertised on your listing. So here, your future competitors. And then you can add all these competitors into your tray, for example, if you're validating through Datadive. And then from there, you will be able to see the data of relevant keywords for the products you're going to sell on Amazon. And paying attention to your competitors, even the small ones. Yeah, because small ones are getting big. Yeah, and eventually. They're, they're really your your competition, especially if, if you're just launching, you are competing with the smaller ones. Yeah. And when I was selling my um, first brand, I went after the big, big brands. I was the only small person in that space. And two things that motivated me to do this, one was I drilled down, just like you said, into my competitors' keywords and what they were winning on and how they were winning. And then I thought, okay, well, how am I going to win on those keywords? And also, I knew at the big brands that there were employees running the yes. accounts and that this was my brand and I was going to be able to run it better than them. Correct. So it's like if you can, you know, you have to out out market and outsell them. But it does all start with knowing what your competitor analysis is. Correct. And it's a good thing to do. And it, you mentioned absolutely correctly two things. Uh, first, I want to compliment you because you are not looking for the simple uh, solution and for the simple direction. But what you mentioned is a very good point. Sometimes the niche is being created by a big brand. For example, iPhone. You shouldn't go and create the new smartphone unless right. you have billions and billions, right? But there are some niches that are not being created by brand, but brands are exist in this niche. It's different. And those brands are being, like you said, presented by employees which are not paying attention because it's a big brand. And at the same time, you all, in 99% of the cases, you have advantage uh, to customize the product better than the brand because you have this advantage. Just underline and make sure it's not under patent. And uh, sometimes, like, you, I will touch a little bit here. So you have utility patent and you have design patent. So if it's under utility patent, you can go there. If it's under design patent, uh, you can, generally speaking, by the law, if you change like 5 or 7% of the design, you can go, but you still can have some cases. So just change the design completely, read uh, what the target audience is asking for, do this reverse engineering, which is maybe sounds fancy, but it's not that hard. You just read the reviews, you're checking the insights, you're checking on off Amazon what people are looking for, you're customizing the list of improvements for your product, you're talking to the supplier and supplier is telling you, yeah, this is how much it's going to cost. If all does, this does make sense, then you're going into the design, you're designing the product, creating sample and sending on Amazon. Exactly. And that's what I did to be ranked in first, second, third, sometimes fourth position on the first page. And I was right up there with the household brand names because I dug into their reviews and I thought, oh, they don't like that this doesn't rotate completely 360 degrees. And I was like, hey, manufacturer, supplier, can we make this rotate? Yeah, no problem. Me. Hey, could you also not tell 
the people who <laughs> you're selling to in those big brands? Because I found out who their suppliers were. I was like, well, if it's good enough for them, it's definitely where I need to be sourcing. That's correct. And yeah, I didn't have them sign any paperwork. I just did a Zoom call with them, and I was very pleasant. And they wanted me to win, too. And they had no reason to go and be like, hey, if you make this rotate 360 degrees, you'll knock out you know, the other girl. But I also changed the color, and I made it more modern and sleek, something that I was proud of. And this is how Joa made $1 million within a year. <laughs> true, true. Thank you, thank you. So yeah. for people who... Here, I want to start asking you questions, but I'm still on your podcast, so... <laughs> well, I did get to be on your podcast, yeah. which is phenomenal as well. So I love that we're doing lots of podcast swaps and sharing yeah. knowledge and insight. Maybe one day we'll have a podcast together. Yeah, probably that direction we have to go to. Sometimes you just make business while you're doing the podcast so it's a new idea that we have to implement yes y'all heard, just heard it here first go check out our new podcast <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to the fearless sellers the women of amazon podcast if you like what you're hearing click the subscribe button we have new content coming out all the time and you don't want to miss out so if people are selling and they've done their keywords and they have their orchestra of the Google ads and their social media and all the things right. And it's just not converting. They're just not seeing sales. Good question. So here is what is going on on a market. You guys that are listening out there, take the notebook and start taking the notes. <laughs> because it's important. It's simple and it's important. So when you go on Amazon, you have two main components. The product and the marketing. You cannot fix the product if it's already out there unless you will remove the product and uh, means you didn't validate it properly, right? But you always can fix the marketing. What what marketing is for Amazon and for e-commerce? Starts from the la customization, of course, and labeling, packaging, uh, your graphics, and how you're uh, communicating from the listing to your buyer so when we're clicking on a page what do we want to see i want to see something that i was looking for buyer is already on amazon they're already paying the prime membership whatever like their package choosing per year because they want to buy something they're already there to buy they have the purpose to buy will they buy your listing your product or someone else's it's on you. And at this point, amount of um, reviews not always matter. Matters how you create the listing because you have to talk. Your listing is supposed to speak out loud. Okay, here we are. You've been looking for the microphone. This microphone is for the podcast that you are going to talk with this amount of megahertz and uh, uh, this is this mic might be that loud, that quiet, and you can, uh, I don't know, use the Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, whatever it is. So if I can immediately see the bullet points that I was looking for, I'm keep looking for like other graphics, and then maybe I will go through the reviews. And trust me, if you have 31 reviews and some good ratings, it's enough for your listings to convert. So you don't have to go after thousands and thousands of reviews. I personally have one listing with 48 reviews. We launched this product 
in uh, November, I believe. And this listing is much better performing than four and 500 reviews uh, products that are on Amazon that been selling for five, seven years already because we just decided to customize the product and speak out loud from our listing to the consumer. And when we've been having just nine reviews, we've been first, we've been bestseller, first of all, like zero giveaways, we're not doing any giveaways, we're not doing any fake reviews, everything purely organic. And that was a, such amazing proof. I'm like, ah, I really want to put it out there, but I don't want to. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. So then you have to create your A plus content. A plus content, ABC content, pretty much the same thing. And people love to scroll, especially if you are selling them something like more than $59, $69, because it's already the decision maker where like it's not 10 bucks it's not the impulse purchase right so they want to learn more and when they're learning more they want to read so when you like be careful when you're creating the bullet points your bullet points supposed to uh, cross convey the information that about your product so like if you have some social proof if you have some components inside in our ingredients or uh it's a set or it's a bundle or it's some type of the material that important or maybe it's recycling i don't know like you know your product better they have to duplicate the information from your uh pictures to your bullet points then we're going to abc abc uh, content and here we're talking brand story so people are not always going into the store but they are scrolling through your abc content a lot so you have to do the brand story you have to do some touch points don't forget if you're a small business if uh, it's woman-owned business if it's uh, made in america made in america something you have to put it out there and you have to have this icon amazon is allowing you to have this icon and it's improving conversion by I don't remember statistic, but like something up to 30% sometimes. And tell the brand story. Tell why you chose this product, why you created this product. Uh, you have to think about positioning. And it's not that hard like it seems. You just have to focus, hire the copywriter and tell him, listen, I want the position to be this way. And then they have to create how it's, how it's better to communicate with uh, your wire or chat dpt right <laughs> create the right prompt as long that is as the prompt is correct and it's simple and easy uh, it will give you the right results so create uh this sequence of talks and bullet points on your ebc content make sure it's not just about you like oh i decided to create a brand because my family been farmers and we've been doing all this stuff uh through years and growing cows and <laughs> something like that you <laughs> have to talk to your buyer by trying to make your guys look alike yeah so people that are uh, buying your products they have to resonate with you they cannot look at your product and say oh it's kind of great story i like it but let me check something else because the moment there's they scroll all the way down they have to be confident that they are buying they're purchasing this product amazon doesn't have add to cart button duplicating on abc content they have to your buyer supposed to go back and click add to cart so it's not the landing page or it's not Shopify. And at this point, you have another option, which you can do add to cart if you are doing comparison chart. 
And even you have products that are not the variations of each other, you can put your products out there by showing people what else you have in your store. Unless, in the comparison chart. In the comparison Even chart. though you don't have to call it a comparison chart. Now it's just a chart. Basically. Now it's just the chart, yeah. And now you have to put there, for example, I don't know, green screen, uh, white cup, right? Together they look amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you can even have it uh, on your EBC, right? So you're showing how your products uh, look great together and nobody's uh, holding you back from not showing on EBC content all products that you have in your store. More than it's motivating people to buy more from you. And don't forget about the placement. Uh, you can do the posts. And now Amazon have this placement where Amazon is sh- Amazon shows like s- related to this brand or oh like yeah products related products related yeah so you can see like people can see everything else that uh, also listed in your store all your posts and uh, sorry <laughs> yeah all these posts they are uh, given enough of engagement and you the people can actually buy something from your store, from one listing, go to another one. Uh, don't forget about videos. Another part I was actually learning uh, a week ago uh, from Seller Summit, uh, Seller Summit at uh, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. So we all know that video converting the best. Absolutely amazing. You can create the video, put out there, and uh, get the lowest a cost as possible, as long as your video is actually at least okay. You mean the video like in the seventh position or? Yeah, I'm getting there. Okay, <laughs> The okay. video in the seventh position, yeah. So this video will convert as an advertisement pretty good. But then you have six sections where you can put videos from the influencers. So, and here's the trick how you can get there. Uh, first, of course, you can contact all these influencers and ask them to create these videos. On average, you will pay four to five hundred dollars, and you will get all these videos into your listing. Because when influencers creating the listing, the video for you, they're uh, adding the ASIN, so now it's appearing on your listing. So they can do unboxing, they can do review. Your listing conversion will be increasing to the roof. Trust me. Here is another part. You'll say, okay, I don't want to pay five hundred dollars. Of course, I will make, like, if you will calculate uh, how much one video will bring you in sales, you will be surprised. Like, you would want to pay this $500. However, some of you would not want to do that. And here is the thing that works. It doesn't mean it's going to work in a year. If Amazon will come up with some 2S not compliant thing in a year, please double check this information if you're listening to this uh, podcast later, right? I am talking about May 31st, 2023, right? So if you have good friends that are not selling on Amazon, they're just good friends, they can create Amazon uh, Associate, I believe, account. So they can become an an influencer. I have an associate account. So if y'all need me to make your videos, I'm just kidding. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's true. So you can create the video there. You can ask your friends, they'll create this video for you. It's not supposed to be perfect. It's literally user-generated content. If if it's not, if it's like, 
I don't know, made <laughs> do-it-yourself video, it's totally fine. Amazon probably yeah. prefers that because yes. then it looks more natural than yeah. a commercial with perfect lighting. And sometimes if you overdo the video, like overproduce it, and it's too pretty, Amazon will deny it. Yes, that's true. So if it's simple and easy, go for it. And then you have six free videos from your friends, TOS compliant, on your listing, user generated content at the same time when it's going to the roof. The important part here, if you are working with uh, with those videos from influencers and you will decide to go with influencers, you cannot repurpose these videos without their uh, consent. Important. Okay. I, I hope everyone took the note. So, um, because they can claim their rights and then you'll be in trouble and your listing will be suspended. So make sure you know that. Yes, always watch your back and make sure you have everybody's permission if you're using anybody else's content, especially anybody who is an influencer or an aspiring influencer. They are very protective of their content, yeah. um, even if they don't even know they're about to be an influencer. But yeah, I've seen seen a not lot every, of that. Not everyone's so nice like you. You probably would not care. I'd be like, share my videos, go for yeah. it, just tag me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will retag you too. <laughs> I'm like, I'll share it to my stories. Yeah, um, I do love sharing people's products, but that's because I'm just so enthusiastic about anybody selling on Amazon that I want everyone to be successful and yeah. promote them. Let me ask you this question: What happens like at Ritz Momentum and with clients of yours, um, or even not clients, people who just come to you? And it might be time to fold on their product, like stop selling a product. Um, do you have an example of that? Or it's like you, you just try to keep throwing money at it? Like that's a tough position. So I will just tell you a couple stories. Um, we have a client, she, actually two stories um, with them. I'm going through the stories and now I have a lot of stories in my head. Anyway, I'll start with too. Um, I have a client, uh, she launched her product uh, almost two years after we created the product and validated this product for her. So the moment you chose the product, you have to move pretty fast. You have like this three months of the good data and you cannot lose momentum and you have to revalidate your product prior to the launch, like the keywords, the SEO and like all the stuff. So what happened uh, two years later, situations on the market changed uh. like dramatically, like dramatically. And uh, we just told her, you have to remove your product from Amazon because we know for a fact you will be bleeding money. We created another product for her and this product started performing very well immediately, but she had to go and create another product. And now we're like, when we're working with clients every single time, we're telling, you have three months to launch, this is Performa, like you have to order the sample, the sample will be ready in like 25 days, another 25 will be for your production, another 25 is your shipment, so everything is ready to go. But if you're delaying because you are distracted and you have other stuff, you have to revalidate everything before you start taking some moments. So yeah, that was one story. It was another story when I was super scared for another client. We also created her product something like two years, two and a half ago. 
and a lot of things been happening in her life like not positive ones personal stuff personal yeah. stuff yeah and she came to us uh literally crying and saying i don't know if this product is gonna work everything is bad in my life blah 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 and i'm like let me revalidate it to make sure like if she's launching this product it's like to almost three years later it's gonna work I'm like you know it's gonna work it is gonna work let's okay. just let's just launch it we just have to redo your creatives because they're already old like if you do creatives like three years ago and today like we have they a lot of technologists yeah. yeah and like our listings are converting very good we launched and i was just fingers crossed guys she had so many sales oh wonderful it's like we are building uh right now based on her account like the case study but she is still under 30 reviews uh, amazon didn't give her like all 30 i think by the mind program it, it's been it was not a like huge amount of yeah. claims but we got not a lot of wine products, wine uh, reviews. We got some ratings. All of them are five stars. And she's already like at eight, 9,000 in revenue. ACOS is below 50, which is amazing when you're launching. Yeah, that's wonderful. We're, yeah, and we're like on the fourth or fifth month right now of sales. And I'm like, damn, <laughs> this wow. is the story I want to tell. This is the case study I want to build because uh, like you, you can see here two different clients two different situations and one was successful and another one was not so yeah I mean that you'd think two and a half three years later is you missed the boat you should have done it and I tell people that we coach all the time it's like you get into our program you start doing your product research and like you were saying that product research and that data only lasts for so long to Correct. validate your product. So it's so important to keep the momentum going yeah. so that you launch your product and you take benefit of all that hard research that you did to find and launch this product. But you're right, people's lives and everybody does sit on it and we can't go sell for everybody. Correct. Correct. And we cannot fix the problems as long as people are not ready or they're like, okay, it didn't work. We also had a client, they, say, they said, the product didn't work. I'm like, what do you mean it didn't work? No, it didn't work. We tried everything. Our listing is perfect. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, I am ready to face the situation if the situation is bad. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not hiding. I am right there. If you want to solve the situation, I'm right there and I'm here to help. Like, wait a minute. Let me check what is going on. I'm going to his listing. And he created listing uh, from some like freelancers not from us and i'm like the product is amazing but the listing is bad and this is what is bad and this is something that i want everyone to learn so he showed his product but he didn't talk the benefits of the product he was talking about materials of the product which was not the case for this specific product He's, he had to talk about emotions, about uh, the purpose of the product, about the benefits of the product. He was talking about materials. I'm like, seriously, I am not buying this product because it's made from like some type of stainless steel. I'm buying this product because it has its purpose. It's actually a gift. You didn't talk like, who is this gift for? It's not 
it was not even on the picture like gift for this person you have to put it out there you have to put out there uh, what's included and why those units are included and the moment it's been fixed they fixed it later they lost time and even with the bad listing uh, the product been selling uh, however when they fixed it the conversion rate went up by a lot Oh, good for them. See, I love those like success stories. I don't like people to quit unless they have yeah. really taken a hard look at their listing. And like with our coaching members, some people will come to us in those situations where yeah. the product isn't selling and it, it's done really well. And they are like, well, let's just fix my PPC and my keywords. And I was like, it is a full view. I don't know if you have a traffic problem or if you have a conversion problem. And a lot of people just want that quick fix and they yeah. want to cut the corners. I was like, no, you have to look at all of it because if you have a lot of traffic and you're spending all this money on influencers and Google ads and all the things and your conversion is nothing and your PPC costs are skyrocketing and your ranking is dropping, you have a listing problem. Right. And it's hard to hear that because you want it to think that it's something else. And it's like, no, I did my photography and I wrote my listing. Yeah. And a lot of people, you're right, are being mistaken when they did the photography. They invested into the pictures and in the head of the seller, especially new seller, I invested into pictures. You invested into the photo shoot. Right. Photo shoot is not conveying anything except lifestyle and the look of your product. So if you will look, always imagine in your head, like if you will see iPhone, would you understand 10 years ago what it is? Right, good, good analogy. So you have the explanation. So your buyers need the explanation of what are you selling and why they have to buy it. <laughs> yes, and they wanna know, you know, is it a feeling that they're buying it for? What's your unique selling proposition? And that's where uh, being women, where we're pretty good at shopping. Yeah. Right? And it's like, I mean, look at you and me. You could sell something to me, I could sell something to you. Yeah, because I understand your pain points. Yeah, we know it, you do. And that's, that's where you have to understand your buyers. Yeah, I can sell you something where you will be good looking because you can show off your biceps that you've been working on for the past couple of years. My biceps. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yes. I, uh, I, I love push-ups. Oh, you're blushing. You look great. <laughs> I'm blushing. I was like, oh, she brought up my arms. I'm like, thank you. Y'all go watch this on uh, YouTube and see my arms today and give me feedback. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> oh. um, Listings. Yeah, going back to um, yeah. listings and not workouts. But actually, if we do think of it as a workout, it's like uh, to transform your body is hard. Yeah. And you have to put the work in. You can't just watch other people do it. Correct. And it's the same with selling on Amazon or anything. It's like you can't just say, oh, I know I should have good pictures or I know I should have this. It's like you have to take action and do it. And a lot of times taking that action is a little bit painful because emotionally you think your photos look great and it costs money and let's circle into when you're at this point and 
your photography and your listing is, or your listing's not converting and you're wondering, maybe it's my pictures. You can test that. Yeah. And you can test that off of Amazon. Yeah, you can test it off Amazon. And uh, in addition, what I would recommend to do is um, to create five or six different main pictures that you will test to each other, that you will also test against competitors on the Peekful or Product Pinion, whatever you use. Peekful, uh, Peekful, no, hold on. People, people, fish, people, fish, pick okay. food, people, fish, product pinion, something else. I love pick food the most. Like uh, they're the best. Yes, I use pick foo yeah. as well. It's p i c k f u. Yeah, pick foo. Y'all uh, are welcome for promoting you. Just yeah, <laughs> yeah. Justin and John, next tactical Tuesday, working with you. Anyway, anyway. Uh, so you test against each other and you test against competitors. You are taking to the best one performing and you upload them on Amazon, and Amazon will do for you A-B testing, and you can ask Amazon to do it for four weeks, eight weeks, and I believe 16 weeks, and maybe 12 weeks. They have, I believe, like, uh, two weeks step from each other. And then Amazon will choose the best one, and the best one will stay, uh, because the best one will convert for you better. Uh, from my personal experience, from what we've been testing, uh, when Pickful shows you the best results, out of two of those, for example, you have 46 uh, over 54 score, it's usually correct. Amazon is showing the same results. So sometimes you just do it to make sure it's like double proof, doesn't hurt, it's free on Amazon. Uh, but if you ran all these polls for your target audience, so at least for Amazon Prime members on Bigfoot, you'll be perfectly fine. I love it. Yes, test, test, and adjust. Test some more and adjust and evolve. Um, one last tip before we say goodbye. Um, when you create your listing, I update my listing probably every three months because it is not a like set it and leave it. And I don't know if people, if Amazon sellers have evolved, but yeah, when I your first, biceps, you have to keep pumping. Yes, you have to keep pumping, but you got to pump your biceps like a lot for your listing. Um, yeah, I think I probably update mine like every three months. Should I be doing it more? No, you shouldn't do it more. Sometimes it's better to like leave. And uh, if it's going well, I prefer not to touch anything. Sometimes new keywords are coming up and you're changing the keywords, you're adjusting. and the important part here if your listing is performing well and you just want it to do better you have to change one thing at the time one keyword at the time you can't do all of it immediately because you can have a dramatical drop and then you will you would not know like what was the actual case the pictures the one keyword or another keyword just do one step at a time and the very last tip I also wanted to say, promise it's the last one, don't take things personal, it's business. So if you put a lot of effort into, the, into your product, into your listing, and you're like, I did it, I was working on it, I don't know, humongous amount of time, years, months, and now it's not working, it's not on me, it's on product, Amazon is bad, uh, seller support, people, freelancer, agencies, everyone is bad, I'm good. Calm down. Things happen. We are people, we are humans, we are making mistakes. Nobody is expecting from you to be a high-level expert. You're just a seller like everyone else, like us. So just keep, con keep 
keep fixing the problem the moment you got it and uh, you'll get to your like seven figures eight figures selling and everything is going to be okay just if you put a lot of effort somewhere it doesn't mean it's bad it means you have the room for improvement well said spoken from a true serial entrepreneur well isabella ritz it has been an absolute pleasure and I am proud to call you my friend yes. and a partner. And until next time, stay fearless. If you're already selling on Amazon or you're looking to get started and you want my help, go to amzfearless.com to book a free strategy selling session. We can see if we can help you out. That's amzfearless.com. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to The Fearless Sellers, the Women of Amazon podcast. Until next time, stay fearless.